flashback a year ago when Lizzo came into the paper offices and said, this year is going to be mine, bitch. Yeah, and she was exactly correct. And she correct. was correct. Speak it into existence, honey. Yeah. Take some notes from Lizzo. <laughs> Welcome once again, listeners. Internet is back. <laughs> Against all odds, we're back. Internety has yet to be canceled somehow, and neither have we. For now. Don't hold your breath on that <laughs> <Yeah>. one, though. <laughs> this week, we have an incredible episode for you. A wild range of stories that we are so excited to dive into. I can't wait to get into all of the icons making headlines this week. Most importantly, Lizzo. As usual, we will get into a lot of mess from ex-boy band members to bananas that cost as much as my student loan debt. Shit. Well, let's get into it. I'm Justin Moran. <laughs> Just breeze on over that, and I'm Peyton Diggs. <laughs> and this is Internety, the show where we break down all the stories, celebrities, trends, and memes that you should give a shit about online this week. Oh, hello, everyone. Should we get into our pits and our peaks? <laughs> yeah, it's been a week of very high highs and inevitably tons of low lows. <laughs> Always low. You can count on the lows to be low. Yeah. Always. Let's get the mess out of the way first, though, Justin. What was your pit this week? So my pit has to do with former One Directioner Liam Payne who nobody even really remembers, first of all. But he released a song called Both Ways that's basically just a really bad attempt at being like a three-way bisexual bop. <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to it. You probably haven't, and it's better for you to have not listened. For, for the safety of and my well-being. What's weird, though, I will interject to say that like I thought originally, until I was educated on... Harry Styles and his hair. The more Harry Styles started to look like a lesbian, the more he became my favorite. But for some reason, Liam Payne was the one I thought was like super hot. No, I know. Uh, okay, well, not At least it's not like song. Louis or right. one of the. Well, Louis, so don't listen to this, this podcast. Song, once you listen to it, you will be turned off because it basically sounds like a high school boy discovering porn and like three way porn and making a song about it. Some choice lyrics from both ways switching the lanes like a Bugatti sport. Okay, call me broke, but okay. <laughs> um, flipping that body, go head, I go tails. Sharing that body like it's our last meal. So far, I'm relating. No. Continue. Uh, okay, you're allowed to relate, <laughs> not Liam Payne. Yes, as a as a, the resident bisexual. Um, he says, no, no, I don't discriminate. Bring it back to my place. Yeah, she like it both ways. Ugh, so the issue Christ. is, and everyone immediately yeah. reacted to this online about how he's fetishizing yeah. bisexual women in a way that's really disgusting. Yeah, like you clearly just want to fuck two women at once, you selfish bitch. Right, right. Like, get in line. Me too. I want to fuck two women at once. <laughs> yeah. like. But I also think he'd walked right into this one. This The song not only sounds bad, it's basically like sad white boy singing on a trap beat, but right. like lyrically it was going to be a disaster from the beginning. Um, so that was my pit, and it seems like a lot of other people's pits on the internet this week. Peyton, what was your pit? Well, speaking of men letting us down, as always, <laughs> Kanye, the, the man that lets us down consistently, was dressed as like, he was it, literally like the Tin Man, like all silver, painted face, foil, wrapped, Chipotle burrito looking ass. And I just like, I'm so unamused. I'm so tired. Right. And there is a funny photo, though, of him, like, sipping a champagne glass very casually. It was for his performance 
at Art Basel um, that he wore for his opera. And I just was like, I don't care anymore. Like, you make me want to log off all the time. I also think it was a it was a holiday opera. Like, it was a Christmas special. I think that they were all dressed up as, like, holiday bells. Ornaments? Or maybe ornaments. The, nobody really knows what he was dressed up as, but it didn't look cute. Of course not, though. <laughs> like, who was like, we snapped. This is, this yeah. is the idea we're going with. Here we are, 2019. Almost 2020. And Kanye's still in our lives. <laughs> He's still pulling the shit. Okay, well, Kanye's always a mess, and we're getting exhausted. What was your peak this week? My peak also took place at Art Basel. I, like, think of this one as, like, a two-parter, because first, we have this banana that was taped to a wall that was on sale for 120k, which is genius to me actually and suddenly I am an artist right uh, I'm quitting my job and I'm become I'm going to Basel baby like catch me selling my your Whole Foods purchases. toenail clips for like 150k so look out for that pivot in my right. career Please who wants that line to buy out. them I don't know <laughs> bitch I don't know people be into weird shit um but following that a performance artist then ate said banana and everyone lost their minds you know. Both both are brilliant. Selling a banana taped to a wall for 120, 120K is genius, and then eating said banana is also genius. And I will say that's the only art that I saw. I didn't go to Basel this year, but that's the only art that I saw from Basel, period. Like, that's the only yeah. piece of art that anyone gave a shit about <laughs> out of all the probably gorgeous masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kanye, wow. Silver Kanye, and the fucking duct-taped banana. And that orgy. That oh, that's right. Hot. I wanted in. I'm there like, was an orgy. Why didn't yeah. anyone cast me? Probably because I say things like, I'm going to sell my clipped toenails. I'm right, disgusting. they're like, we're going to pass on this girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next. <laughs> um, which leads me to you. What was your peak? Okay, so my peak is a bit more of a personal peak, but it is about the queen of Twitter, Miss Cher herself. Mm. I fucking had the opportunity to meet her at Madison Square Garden. Yes, MSG. <laughs> and uh, I will say that she is so gorgeous in person. Those cheeks are uh, like lifted. Nothing moves. Mm. She's also the same height as me, which was very humbling. Really? Yeah. I thought she was a taller bra. No, she's like she's like a short, humble, seventy-three-year-old woman. Uh, so many outfit changes. I mean, from the looks of your Instagram story, right. I was like, I can't keep she up. She served. Whiplash. She really served. But so she was promoting her fragrance launch. But I went up to her and I was like, shaking. First of all, completely yeah, of shaking. And I was like, I didn't cry. I know. Well, I was trying to be chill because I was like, this is fucking Cher. And I was like, the first album that I ever owned was Cher's greatest hits. And she laughed, which was a win on my I end. Got her. And she yeah, was like, like, well, was it any good? <laughs> I love your share voice. It's possessed. I know. And I was like, yes, bitch. It was fucking amazing. And then we like laughed together. (laughs) And then I will say that the picture we took together looks like we've been dating for like, actually, no, it looks like we're just fresh off a one night stand, to be honest. Like there's like some hot energy between the two of us. So love that for myself. I love that for you too. And gay stay winning. But we cannot talk about Cher without at least acknowledging a few of her iconic tweets, which are so insane. Y'all know the music, but (laughs) do you know the tweets? Do you know the tweets? Because that's what matters. Opening up with the classic, can anyone see me? See the letter, not S-C-E, which is is so, such an artistic choice that only Cher could make and get away with. Very powerful. Yeah. We also have, what's going on with my career? No space. No space between my my and career, which is also like she 
is such an artist. She's a performance artist, honestly, yeah. <laughs> online. And also, like, retweet. Yeah, right. <laughs> Very relatable, relatable content. I will always ask myself. Okay, somebody asked Cher, how did you celebrate Madonna's birthday? Which apparently Cher hates Madonna. And she said, I got a colonic. <laughs> Which is straight to the point. Straight to the she point. Was like, honey, you know what I did. Yeah. I love Wu Tang Share Clan. Right. Simple but powerful. Powerful. Also, just a very powerful later, all caps. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Sorry, this one is so good. Stanley Tucci is a brat. <laughs> With like five spaces between A and brat. And brat is capitalized. I know. Also, Stanley Tucci. Oh, God, another legend. That's for a different episode, though. <laughs> I have only been staring at my signed perfume bottle and wearing Cher t-shirts every day ever since. That's exactly correct. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. not lying. <laughs> Jumping from one icon to the next, let's talk about our deep dive this week. Miss Lizzo. Lizzo. So first, let's just recap the living legend, the year of Lizzo. Honestly, 2019 has been her year. This She had that iconic Tiny Desk concert. Truth Hurts went number one. She's been on Ellen. She performed at the VMAs. She had a moment at the Met Gala. She was on a world tour. And even this Wednesday, she was named Time Entertainer of the Year. Flashback a year ago when Lizzo came into the paper offices and said, this year is going to be mine, bitch. Yeah, and she was exactly correct. And she correct. was correct. Speak it into existence, honey. Yeah. Take some notes from Lizzo. <laughs> But unfortunately, earlier this week, the internet also had some choice words about Lizzo's outfit at a Lakers game. So at this Lakers game, Lizzo was wearing a t-shirt dress with a cutout on her ass. <laughs> Gorgeous. And fishnets and a thong. All black. All simple, black. Minimalism. Simple. Yeah, minimalism. <laughs> I thought she looked amazing. Yeah. I truthfully didn't bat an eyelash. It just seems like something, like it's something Lizzo would obviously wear. Right. It's not something that seems out of, like oh, a stunt or something out of character for her. And she was sitting front row at the game and twerked, which has become a Lizzo signature. <laughs> and I think that all the, the, fo the footage captured from that moment is kind of what erupted this conversation yeah. around Lizzo's body, Lizzo's outfit, and was it okay if Lizzo wore a thong? Or not. See, the correct reaction to this, though, is, like, in the clip, there's a man, some, like, older white man. He could be, like, a very important person, obviously, because he's <laughs> sitting in front of someone. Like, some old white dude, I don't yeah. know, is, like, cheering for her. Yeah. And I was like, correct. Yes. You are correct. You are on the right side of history. <laughs> I think um, what we can agree on is that if you're going to wear a thong to any sports game, People will talk about it, period. Period. But the issue here is that all the dialogue surrounding Lizzo became very negative. Yeah, and very fatphobic. And very fatphobic. And so people were, it, it's a really interesting conversation of why are we so upset about Lizzo wearing a thong. And like context-wise, not to pit women against each other at all, because I'm not doing that, I promise, but like the Laker girls are sitting right over there in little teeny bopper skirts and sports bras which again I would wear that too right but like skin all the way out so what is new the fact that she's in the audience and not like yeah like I thought this type of behavior was always happening at sports games yeah, from like, my what? peripherals we thought you were <laughs> yeah. you go to the sports game to stunt yeah, yeah. <laughs> you make That's a statement reason, <laughs> yeah. if I'm ever gonna go to a Lakers game I will be wearing a thong yes or booty shorts 
I'm like, I'm going to take all the attention from this hyper-masculinity and put it right on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's what she was trying to do, but that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> so just like, I don't know. I, she, I don't think she is the first person to even like pull a look no. at the game. I think the response, as you said a little bit earlier, like it was just leaning into so much fat phobia that people have. Right. And that was the second biggest argument is people that were coming for the criticism of Lizzo saying, no, your argument is fat phobic. The only reason that you think that this thong is not safe for work, not safe for your children is because she's a fat woman. Yeah. And like that was also funny because people were like, what about the kids? I know. The kids are all right. The you watch the movie, right. you know it. <laughs> and the kids fine. have seen Lizzo's ass. Lizzo is one of the biggest pop stars yeah. in the world right now. And we've seen that ass. It's a gorgeous I know that ass. We know, we know the ins and outs at this point. <laughs> okay, Justin, come on. What do you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's so many like layers to this, obviously. People started bringing in, for comparison's sake, other pop stars, like posting photos on Twitter of like her versus Nicki Minaj. And it's like, for what? Right. For like, what is the point? I mean, like, I think to some degree, obviously, people wanted to bring up like, an issue of size like you wouldn't have had an issue if this was on Nicki Minaj but that's also not true because Nicki Minaj is like a black woman at the end of the day and she's still a pretty bodacious black woman as well so the criticism would have still happened I think it just we saw specifically even more fat phobia I think the response just wouldn't have been as negative it would like you said it would have been a talking point but it wouldn't have been so critiqued yeah when it's like, you know Lizzo damn well. Yeah. And this is nothing new. I wouldn't expect her to dress any other way no. to the Lakers game. Yeah, as she should. <laughs> like, go off. Um, Lizzo cited Rihanna as her inspiration, specifically that Swarovski crystal dress that Rihanna wore to the CFDA uh, Fashion Awards. Herstory. I mean, we have to p take a moment to play this iconic clip. So just like, you're welcome in advance. Yes, I am. Why, my bother you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They're covered in Swarovski crystals, girl. I can't wait in my life to say that my tits are covered in Swarovski crystals. Right. Crystals. Oh, my Same. God. It may never come, but I, I just, that is, that's my mood board forever. And clearly that's Lizzo's mood and board, too. <laughs> Lizzo's mood board. A good fucking vision board to have. She said, you don't have to be like me. You need to be like you. And never let anybody stop you or shame you from being yourself. This is who I've always been. Period. <laughs> but that's that's literal facts. Like, right. she's never been anything different. Like, And, of course, she was going to respond to this because she was like, what? Like, y'all are tripping over this? Like, I've done so I've literally done so much worse than so much. I mean, worse, and I say that, obviously, being like, I've shown more skin. Yeah, and she will continue to. Yeah. And to that point, I invite you, Dustin, to think, where where would you wear this t-shirt ass cut out dress to? Well, I have to first say that. Because we would wear it. We Both would of wear us it. would And I have to say it. that, Peyton, you wore a sheer dress, no bra, and a thong to work one day. <laughs> Sat in whole ass meetings. Oh my God. Basically I naked. That. And um, a dress strangely. code strangely emerged a few weeks later. Huh. So to start, we would wear it to the office. I would wear it to the office. I would do it again. I looked amazing that day. You looked amazing. I looked so hot. So, Dustin, where would we wear a t-shirt cut out with our ass to? So many places. Uh, your ex's funeral. The Duncan on 34th. New Year's Eve. My wedding. That's for you. <laughs> New York Fashion Week. Taco Bell, any Taco Bell, anytime. Anytime, anywhere, any Taco Bell. Your driver's test. 
After prom. After prom. I probably wore this in my after prom. The Barney's sale. Under your cap and gown. And maybe, just maybe, a Lakers game. <laughs> Definitely at a Lakers game. Definitely at a Lakers game. <laughs> well, Justin, I think we, we've come to an end here. <laughs> Another day, somehow another butt-related story. Ugh, our beat. <laughs> but I promise, if I ever go to a sporting event in my life, I will definitely wear some sort of assless outfit in honor of Lizzo and Cher, actually. I see that for you. Thank I see you. that for you. Thank Allyship. You. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Tweet at us. DM us. Send us a fucking carrier pigeon. I don't know. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you want to hear. And let, let us know where you would wear an access t-shirt dress. And most importantly, please don't forget to subscribe to the movie. We will be back next week with a new episode. I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. <laughs> so put that in there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Be like, oh my Make god, Lizzo. Hell. Oh my god, a share version of Lizzo, good. yeah. Um share <laughs> covers Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that Feeling actually. Good as hell. It's really good, Honestly, actually. Too Seriously, good. I'm impressed. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs>